We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we get to catch up with our old buddy, former NHL player, analyst on NHL on TNT, MSG Networks, and entrepreneur extraordinaire Anson Carter, who discussed the latest on Montreal's general manager search, if an NHL team should take a chance on Evander Kane, and how Wayne Gretzky has some of the greatest chirps as a hockey analyst on Turner Sports. We're hydrating today, Anson with water, me with coffee. This is Drinks with Binks. Welcome on Into Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks. And as you can see, it is holiday season here on set. And of course, Thanksgiving was the unofficial kickoff to the holiday season. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of you watching our show. Hi, Mom. And hi to Jeff, a guy I worked with at the Olympics who watches all my shows. And also thank you to everyone behind the scenes who's worked tirelessly to keep this rudderless ship steering in the right direction or whatever direction that may be. And of course, to our wonderful guests who take so much time out of their busy schedules to come on here and drink and bank. And especially those that come on for a second time for a second round of Drinks with Binks. And that is today's guest, none other than former NHL player, analyst on NHL on TNT, entrepreneur extraordinaire, my friend Anson Carter, who is also in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on a float. Congratulations. That looked pretty cool. <laughs> JSB, this is my second time around, so I'm all about round number two. Always good to see you. And I'm jealous right now because this is the holiday season. Tis the season. Cheers, by the way. Cheers, yes. But I'm jealous of your background. Like Your set is amazing. So festive. I'm so jealous. It's it's a lot. It's like Elf was in here. And the problem is you might see some little ornaments here. Not all of them have stayed up. I just taped them up like a hack job. So I've had a couple of them. So they might fall down during this. We'll have to see. It'd be exciting. But let's get back to your exciting moment with when you were on the float for, for the NHL. You know, honoring Willie O'Ree, the first black player in the NHL in 1958. You're wearing a Bruins jersey, which I believe was for Willie O'Ree. What was that moment like for you to be waving there to everyone in New York City? It was amazing. Just being able to honor Willie's, you could probably see him just over my shoulder right over there on the skates behind me, that just being able to honor Willie was a tremendous thrill. 
Uh, it's Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. We watch it every single year here in the Carter household in Atlanta. And to be able to participate with Rico Phillips, Kevin Hodgson, former Willie O'Ree Community Service Award winners, and my man Bryce Salvador, former captain of the New Jersey Devils, uh, it, was a, it was a dream come true. I mean, my shoulder needs a little bit of massage work right now. I had to rotate the one shoulder because I was practicing my waves and this other shoulder. I had to alternate back and forth. But I'm, I'm so thankful. You never know where the game of hockey or sports is going to take you. And I never thought in my life it would take me to that parade. But to be able to share it with my family, have my daughter Malia in the audience there. Uh, my wife Erica was there too. My older, my oldest daughter, Michaela, is still in Switzerland. She gets back home next week. But to have my family there to share it with me, I think, made it even more special. You know, you wave so much at some points. You kind of like almost forget how to wave. Like, so I, I really did. <laughs> I didn't make an eye contact too with people. It was special too. Like you never think about it when you're in the crowd of all these people that people on the float are going to see you. But when you're on the float, you could actually make eye contact with people and have that connection. And I remember dr- cruising down, I think it was Broadway, I believe. And I heard daddy. And I heard my daughter yell at me, believe it or not, with all the people. So to be able to capture that moment and wave at them and say, hello, it was amazing. Ah, oh, that is such a great moment. Now, I know that we were speaking about um, inclusion and accessibility to hockey when we spoke last time on Drinks of Things, still during the pandemic. And I know that you're on the co-chair for the NHL's Player Inclusion Committee. How do you feel that conversation is today in terms of addressing diversity within the sport of hockey? We're moving along quite nicely. <clears throat> After our recommendations, as uh, you know, as you mentioned, being the co-chair of the Player Inclusion Committee with P.K. Subban, and I just wanted to just mention one thing, too. It's not just an NHL committee. We have a number of amazing women, Bridget Laquette, Blake Bolden. Uh, we have Megan Duggan. <clears throat> so it's not just NHL players. It's current and former players, too, um, men and women. But through our recommendations, along with the Fan Inclusion Committee, um, along with Youth Hockey Inclusion Committee, along with the Women's Hockey um, Committee. And National Hockey League has committed to spending $5 million uh, the next year or so into putting some of these plans in place. And it's, it's baby steps, right? But we're at least going in the right direction. So I still get frustrated when people say hockey isn't acceptable, it's not where it's going, or look at these issues that pop up in our sport and they bring up stuff that's happened the last like, months, couple months or so. But that's society in general that these things happen. It's not just hockey where these things happen and you can point your finger at hockey. But I can say with a great amount of confidence, Julie, that we're moving in the right direction. And people in the hockey space are down for the fight. And people understand that, led by the commissioner and Kim Davis, that this isn't just a moment. Like, this is a movement that we're committed to for the next However, however many years it's going to take. Well, that's really great to hear that you have so much going behind this movement that is doing so much for players in the league right now, but also for the kids that are watching who want to be able to grow up to be the next Anson Carter someday. And, you know, we know that you have done so much in your career. And one of those moves is going from a new network, but same game with NHL on TNT. What has it been like so far? It's been amazing. <laughs> We've got a tremendous amount of great quality people that we work with in TNT. And, you know, coming from NBC Sports, the standard was so high because it was a family there as well. I still talk to a lot of my friends that I 
established there and I work with there at NBC Sports. So to move to TNT and Turner and have that same kind of environment has been amazing, Julie. Just the people that we have working behind the scenes, but on set on our, on our desk, we've got a great group of people. I mean, Liam, that I've got a lot of trust in, you know, faith with getting us in the right place on set. I'm used to working with Liam because we've been working together for the last seven or eight years. Having Rick Talkie, who I've known talk for a long time because we used to train together. When I was a young player coming out of college, actually. I used to train with Talk as an older veteran player and seeing what he did to stay in the league was invaluable for me. And he's won multiple cups as a coach and as a player. Then you've got Biz on the far side. And Biz, I call, I call Biz the great one off the ice. <laughs> I mean, to, to watch his transition into a media personality after playing in the league has been amazing. And then you've got the great one that was on the ice, Wayne Gretzky, you know, doing this for the first time, you know, being amazing at it too. So Gretz has a wealth of stories that no one else has tapped into before. And it's been important for our group to just be ourselves. Gretz can't be me. I can't be him. Talk can't be Biz. Biz can't be Liam. And we've all been able to stay in our lane, but at the same time, be able to jump over one another if we have to. And we're not afraid to rip each other either. Like nobody is bigger than the game on our set. And I think that's what makes it fun. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Megan Chaika, and I just had drinks with Banks. For Gretzky, though, you know, we don't know. He's so elusive. We don't know really a whole lot about him mm -hmm. as a person, but he's just this, this, you know, really great icon in our lives and in hockey fans' lives. What would surprise fans about what it's like to work with him and be around him? He's so witty. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing I've tried to bring out of Gretz. And Talk has done a tremendous job doing it too because Talk knows him way better than we do. Talk played with him. And Biz, the same exact thing. Biz and myself never played with Gretz before. We've just known Gretz as you've known him as this cultural icon within the sport of hockey. But we've had a couple of rehearsals and listening to him just chirp Biz or Talk or myself. And he would do it when the red light goes off on the camera. And I remember the first day I stopped. I was like, Gretz, I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, what? I go, your one-liners are insane. Like, you're a savage. And I go, you can't stop those in the camera and stop. Because I know, Ace, I know, I know, I know. I'm just dipping my toe in the water. I go, Gretz, enough. I go, I'm sure you never went into a game thinking, well, I'm only getting 
one or two assists tonight. That's it. I'll see how the game goes. You went into the game thinking I want five or six points. Like that's how you scored 212 points or whatever it was you got in like your, one of your season highs. So you have to have that same mentality when you're on television. So that was the thing I think people don't really know. You saw a little bit of it already on our shows on Wednesday nights, but he's one of the funniest guys at one-liners ever. Wow. But we're, we're so used to seeing Gretz being buttoned up and proper and being the ambassador of the sport and always saying the right thing. But he's hilarious. He's so funny. Okay, so maybe just, you don't have to say exactly what he said, but like maybe give me a, a sample of what, of what his zingers are like. Well, I think the one night when uh, Biz goes super long because he's used to spitting chiclets in long form content. So his answer is going on and on. And he wasn't used to other guys jumping in. So we're like, okay, Biz, like wrap it up. Like, let's go. And Biz like, I know, like, that was like a 20-second shift. And Gretz is like, yeah, you should be used to those. Oh. <laughs> and, and we're all just like, ooh. I love ooh. that. That was kind of rough. Because, you know, as NHL players, you normally take a minute shift, 45 seconds. And if you go down the lineup, the third or fourth line guys are supposed to take shorter shifts to get off the ice. So Gretz gave him the business, no pun intended. And it's just funny to listen and watch everyone go back and forth. Yeah, and especially if if Gretzky body bags you, you're just like, you win. Like, you're like, I'm not <laughs> yes, going to touch yes. that at all. <laughs> you just got to bow down and kiss the ring, really. And, and, and to business credit, and, and everyone's credit, too. Like, no one takes it personally. Like, I don't talk, doesn't. I know Biz doesn't. Gretz doesn't. I gave Gretz the business about his sweater vest the very first night. Uh, he came with a sweater vest. I was like, a sweater vest? What's happening there? So he was taking shots against Charles Barkley, and... Chuck was like, who's the best goalie here? I said, it's probably Gretz. He's wearing the chest protector. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted no time giving that the business. And he loved it, too. Like, he loves to give it. He loves to take it. Well, it seems like you, you've been, like, kind of coaching him in the television world, at least, in terms of opening up being yourself. Uh, and also not, not feeling weird at, at throwing a couple punches at him. Well, I feel it's a responsibility of myself and Liam's because we have the most experience in the business out of everyone in the group. So it's important to make everyone feel comfortable. It's almost like being a veteran and you have rookies now coming onto your team. It, it doesn't make sense treating those players as rookies and making them feel like rookies because they'll play like rookies. Like you want first-year players to come onto your team, at least I did when I played, and I want those guys to play like 10-year vets. And it's no different than having talked who's never done TV before or Gretz to come. We want them to perform and be at the highest level because if they're winning, we're all winning. You know, I think it's in the best interest of our show that everyone gets up to speed as fast as possible and performs like they're 10-year vets. And I think that's exactly what everyone's done so far. Well, it's great to see the the new chemistry, the new vibe, of course, as well with the ESPN deal, just seeing the proliferation of hockey on all different platforms only helps the sport. And when we look at the sport, plenty of NHL news this year. Let's get to some of the bigger stuff that happened this week. Montreal Canadiens say goodbye to GM Mark Bergevin. And after they went to the Stanley Cup final last year, which was really just such a surprise, you know, no offense to our producer, Andrew Kastner, who loves the Habs. They really should not have been there in the first place. That was all for the Leafs. They let them go there. But, um, you know, the fact that then they're now just abysmal this year. If you are the Habs now, what direction are you going to go in with someone that you want to be there, knowing that they also have to speak French? We, we, we. They have to parle français. I'm put. I'm put. No, not even I'm put. They got a lot actually, and you know, I'm, I'm not auditioning for the job or anything. You know, not, don't don't mind me. No big deal. But you're you're right. They're 
in a transition period. And they did get to the, 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 the final last year. And Andrew, sorry, but it's not happening anytime soon because they played the North Division. <laughs> That's exactly why. And I've said it, and I took a lot of heat for it at the beginning of the season. The North Division last year was terrible. And Okay, well, what about Austin Matthews? Austin's a heck of a player. I'm not taking anything away from Austin Matthews. This guy is a world-class talent. But yeah, the division was, was terrible. It, was. it just it just was. And there's no running around that. And, yes, Toronto lost to Montreal. But Tr- Montreal last year was built more for the postseason. But you watch the Habs coming into this year. No Carey Price. No Deno. And they didn't have the captain either, Shea Weber. And their whole team was built on defense. So Deno, one of the best two-way defensemen, I mean, two-way forwards in the league, goes to L.A. Shea Weber probably won't lace him up ever again. And Carey Price has been out most of the season. So they're not going to score their way out of problems. And that's been a big issue for Montreal this year, a lack of scoring. And now they can't even defend either. But now they've got Jeff Gorton in there who came from the New York Rangers who Gort's had his hand in building the Stanley Cup champions, the Boston Bruins, before he went to New York. And then he did a hell of a job reconstructing the New York Rangers into what you see today. I think they're leaving the North, the, the Metro Division, excuse me, um, as of today. So the Rangers are in a position to have success for the next 10 years. So that's exactly what the Montreal Canadiens want to do. The cupboard is bare. Uh, I don't think the Habs have really developed and drafted that well the last several years. So Gortz has to... Uh, yeah, last year in particular. It's been tough. It's been tough. Kat Kinyemi left, went to Carolina, third overall draft pick. So it's been tough. I, I like the fact they brought Gortz in there. And Montreal needs, to, like you said, has to have a French-speaking general manager. So I'm sure they'll have a younger guy come in. And having a guy like Gortz working over him and overseeing everything, it's beneficial for everybody because he can do what he does best. And that's putting in the work. I and mean, then you have that French-Canadian, the francophone, come in like a yeah. Danny Briere or a Darsh from the Tampa Bay Lightning that's had some success. And he could, they can learn under a, a person like Gortz, who I think is tremendous as an executive. And eventually, maybe they can spread their wings. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is John Cooper, head coach of your Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, and I just had drinks with Binks. Evander Kane clears waivers after, well, he's still doing his 21-game suspension for the fake vaccination card. (laughs) If you are an NHL team, would you take a chance on this guy after everything? No, I wouldn't. I would not. I like what San Jose is doing right now. San Jose, you talk to players in San Jose, there was a chemistry problem in that room. And when a lot of your players go into your manager and say, this guy's not doing it for us, it's hockey's the ultimate team sport. Look at Connor McDavid's been the best player in the game for the last couple of years, and the Oilers have gone nowhere fast. It's not just one player, but one player can bring the whole house down. And San Jose is having an issue right now, or they had an issue last year because they had a chemistry problem. 
with Vander Kane showing up late, you know, not abiding by team rules, and other players around the room are looking around like, okay, why am I showing up on time when everyone's not being held to the same standards? And this San Jose club coming in this year, I thought they were going to be awful like the rest of the Pacific. They're overachieving. Mm -hmm. But you talk to players in that room, it's because the chemistry is great. So you don't want to come in and rock the boat. Now, I don't know if you'll go somewhere else and where there's stronger leadership, but they had a great leadership group in San Jose. They lost a little bit of that when Patty Marlowe left and Joe Thornton left and Joe Pavelski left. So if you're going to be a team that wants to bring him in, you got to make sure you got a strong room. But I'm sure a lot of players and a lot of teams around the league are thinking, we're not sure. We need to see more to try to decide if we want to bring him into our locker room. Okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase right now because they are one of the best teams in the league. But um, how legit are the Toronto Maple Leafs this year? <laughs> that is the question everyone keeps asking me. They're pretty good. I, I don't want to rip on the Leafs. The problem with Toronto is – it's like the Dallas Cowboys of hockey, right? And when you play in Toronto, your value gets so overhyped that you're way better than you really are. And I can't say that about Austin Matthews because Austin Matthews is legit superstar of the National Hockey League. John Tavares is a tremendous leader. I like his game. Mitch Marner's a good player. I, I, I don't put him the same level as Austin Matthews. Yeah, not this year, too. People in Toronto seem to think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. He's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. But he isn't an Austin Matthews. So Toronto, I like the depth. Bunting, getting him from Arizona, that's a steal. He's been unbelievable. And the player that no one really talks about, Jason Spezza, the Spez dispenser, still is getting it done. Like being the old man that that group, his skating is still legit. He still distributes the puck. And he shoots the puck in the top half of the net better than any young player in the National Hockey League still. I think Spence is like 39 or 40 years old. So they have a chance. They have a chance. But you know what, JSP? It's all about the postseason that comes to Toronto. I know. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> regular season means nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Um, <laughs> Unless, of course, they don't make the postseason. Then the regular season means everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. What is it? Like, you can't can't lose in the first round if you don't make the playoffs? Like, meme? Um, exactly. All-Star game, we know, is going to be happening this year. The Olympics, da-da-da-da. What do we know about what All-Star game will look like in terms of protecting players that are going to be heading off on a charter to Beijing right after that? How different will it look? I think everything's still fluid right now. I think that's the beauty of being you know, within the sport that we're in right now, that I don't think anything's super locked in besides the fact there was a commitment to go overseas. But we're just seeing the Ottawa Senators came out of COVID protocol. Uh, New York Islanders had games postponed. I think it's a, a week-to-week thing where everything's being evaluated as we're going along. I think you want to give the players the greatest chance of having success as possible. And having 20 guys out of your lineup isn't doing your team any justice. So I know for the All-Star game being in Vegas, everyone's pumped and excited about it there. I'm pumped about it being there too. However, I'm a little bit different than everyone else. So I went to Vegas this past summer for the CBD oil convention as I'm looking to get in that space. And I got COVID this summer in July being in Vegas. And I've been vaccinated since February. And my symptoms were a lot more mild. 
than they were two years ago when I'm pretty sure that I had it in the city in New York when all my friends were deathly sick before anyone knew what COVID was. But that's my only hesitation with, with Vegas, <laughs> you know, because I had, I caught COVID back in Vegas back in July. So I think from a market perspective and in terms of elevating the sport, it's a great city. Wow. Okay. Well, you're, are you doing okay now or how was it? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine. Oh yeah. I'm totally fine now. I'm totally fine. This is back in July where for like 10 days I kept test, getting tests, kept getting tested. And my, my fever this time around was only 99.5 degrees. Whereas two years ago, my fever was 104. And this time around, it felt every now and then it felt like someone was sitting on my chest, just watching TV, which was crazy too. But yeah, my symptoms were way more mild this time around. So it's real. When people tell me, well, it's COVID, does it exist? Is it real? It's real. I'm pretty sure I had it twice. Once before I was vaccinated, before we knew what it was. And the second time this summer when I was vaccinated. So I'm, I believe I had the Delta variant. And you didn't have it as bad because, cheers, you were vaccinated. We're a pro-vax I, show. 100, okay, one, here we go. 1,000%. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. Oh, we've had an awesome time drinking and baking here with Anson Carter. Anson, where can we find anything and everything you're doing next? Well, I'm on Wednesday nights. You catch me on NHL and TNT. Every single Wednesday, I'm there with Biz, Gretz, Liam, and Talk. We're having fun, ripping on each other, talking about hockey, entertaining the fans, hopefully. So, And also, you'll find me sporadically on MSG Networks, uh, working with Shannon Hogan, doing New York Islanders. Wow, Islanders! You went right from, you went to the dark side. But that's okay. I I did. (laughs) It's all all part part of the the MSG Network. Cheers to that. Congratulations on everything, Anson. Definitely you never to that. cease to amaze me. And I know you have your fingers in so many other pies of entrepreneurship and everything. So again, that's for another episode that we will also discuss uh, why Montreal Canadians pick French people. But until then, guys, make sure you follow us on all of our social channels, you know, on YouTube at Fubo Sports. We can see our old interview with Anson Carter and on all of our social channels, Twitter, Instagram at Fubo Sports. Until next time, bottoms up, bitches. Cheers. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.